morning and welcome to Emmett Audio. Hold on, I gotta get my <clears throat> my phone holder. There we go. Alright. As you can hear, I'm driving. I'm driving to the farm. And I'm in for another day of bug bites. Yesterday was brutally buggy. Um, hopefully, I've staggered it an hour and a bit later today because I had to bake bread this morning. But um, hopefully, hopefully, um, sorry, spacing out here. Hopefully, what that means is that the bugs will be less bad because they abated yesterday as the sun got higher. Now there's a trick because, there's a balance to be struck because the grass gets harder to cut as the sun gets higher and it starts to dry out the grass. Um, so, but I don't think I can handle another morning of bug bites like yesterday. That was intense. <clears throat> it also looks like it's a little breezy, which should be really nice. That's really what you want is breezy. But again, the breeze dries out the grass, so it's a catch-22. Um, mowing at the farm. I mow about two acres of grass at the farm, and mowing at two acres takes me many mornings, probably seven or eight mornings. And I'm, this is my third morning, so I haven't yet hit the halfway mark. And there really is something magical that happens when you hit a halfway mark in terms of your sense of momentum. But I'm over the hump. The hump is always, the hump is always worse the second day. Sort of the first day and the second day. The first day you have the, like, ooh, we're starting. And then you're always like, ah, oh, this is going to take forever. And then the second day is always kind of brutal. And by the end of the third day, you kind of broken the back of the thing. And by the fourth day, you're halfway done. <laughs> So that's kind of where we're, I'm going to be at. By the end of tomorrow, I'll be halfway done. And we'll be starting to pull hay from the farm back to the hay mow, which also feels good. But it's, uh, it's an example um, in my life of a, of a large, somewhat unpleasant task that must be done. And must be done well and there's no point in complaining about it you just need to get on and do it and you can ask all sorts of questions wouldn't it be more efficient to do it this way or that way and I've run the numbers and try to figure out the logistics and it just it doesn't make sense to have a tractor or pay someone to come mow it just makes sense to do it myself because um, I would need to come in after someone going around with a brush hog anyways and do all the stuff and the only stuff that they wouldn't be able to do is all the really unpleasant stuff thrashing down the edges. So uh, I would have given up all of the pleasant part for the, and be left with the unpleasant part. And that's a good lesson for life, actually, which is that many of our labor-saving devices save us from the, the time that they save is the time, is often the time that they that is actually the most pleasant of the activities and that's not always the case but um, I, well 
Consider the car, for instance. It used to be that instead of driving in a car, you'd ride behind a, a horse in a carriage. And anyone who's ridden behind a horse in a carriage knows that it's actually pretty pleasant. Now, if it's pouring rain out or <clears throat> really broiling hot, then a car can be more fun. But, um, you know, the, the car has saved us from this part of our lives that used to be pretty darn nice. Um, and I've been thinking about that lately, about how how much of our lives that was the enriching and fulfilling part we have fobbed off onto machines and whether it has improved the quality of our life as much as we think it has because the the bargain that was struck was that machines were going to keep us from having to do all these things manually or with the machines that came prior to them and that that would save us all this time which we could then use doing whatever we wanted to do and you know even if you accept the fact that people aren't just filling the time with more work <clears throat> but are using it in some form of leisure it's still worth asking the question of what gives you more satisfaction in your life the leisure or the kind of work that is not done with machines but instead is done with your body in a way that is in balance with what your body can handle. Obviously backbreaking work that is brutal and you know, I'm not saying that, but I am saying that humans have come up with sustainable, elegant solutions to doing the work that is required for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And in many respects, the work itself became pleasant because of what was figured out in terms of how to do it, both in terms of how much was expected and also uh, the ingenious devices that were used to do the work. <clears throat> you know, if I had to cut this grass with a sickle, it would suck, but using a scythe is not so bad. And really at times it's quite pleasant and it's very satisfying. And the feeling I get of cutting it by hand is so much nicer than the feeling I would get by um, by cutting it with a machine. I feel so much more gratified with the effort that I've put in that it makes me wonder if that same trade-off is true in the case of many instances where we have traded our labor for a machine doing it instead. And then what do we do with our, the leisure that we've gained? That's the other question. If what we do is lie around on a couch and play video games, is that better time better spent than washing our dishes by hand? Now we have a dishwasher, don't get me wrong, and I love loading the dishwasher and walking away. But I am aware that um, well, that time gets used somehow. And I'm not entirely convinced that the time that we save having the dishwasher 
wash the dishes has been put to a use that is that much nicer than whatever it is, than, than the time washing the dishes would have felt like in the first place. That's what I'm getting at. I'm here at the farm. I gotta go roll some hay. <clears throat> Thank you for listening.